The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets, your Thursday, May 11th edition, nine-game slate on the main slate. There's two early games if you're feeling the urge. Uh, Wednesday, I hope you made it out alive. Um, Yeah, Archer was amazing. Darvish was the letdown, and Maeda was good if you went that route. Other than that, uh, it was ugly. The pitching landscape... Which I guess didn't hurt it because, you know, I I didn't make money last night, but I didn't lose a ton because I think every other pitcher was so bad that as long as you had Archer involved and your bats went off, you at least somehow got close to the cashing, if not a little cash. But um, hopefully you guys made some good money last night. Um, If not, interesting nine-game slate tonight. Uh, Pitching, some high-priced options, and then some low darts. It's kind of all over the board. Um only one real ace. Some guys priced in some interesting spots. Uh, very interesting. Uh, real quick for your... We'll look at the totals on the day. Even your two early games, just to be nice. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, 7.5. Uh, we have Boston at Milwaukee, total of 9. Then we head to our evening slate. Houston, New York, Yankees, 7.5. That's uh, second lowest of the night. Baltimore, Washington, 8.5. Seattle, Toronto, 9. San Diego, Texas, 9.5. Minnesota, Chicago, White Sox. Makeup of yesterday's rainout at 8.5. Dodgers, Rockies, 11. Pirates, Diamondbacks, 8.5. Tigers, Angels, 7. There's your lowest total on the day. And Reds, Giants, wrapping things up at a total of 8. Like I said, interesting games to target. If you're playing the two early games, Boston at Milwaukee, Royals at Tampa Bay. I don't like two-game slates to begin with, but if you're playing them or you want a part of the full day, um, you got Odorizzi versus Vargas. Odorizzi at 9,700 against uh, the the uh, Royals. Very intriguing. You saw Archer carve them up. Odorizzi striking out 21.5% of the batters he faces. Royals almost striking out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. It's worth a gamble. Jason Vargas has been sneaky good all year. He's striking out almost 24% of the batters he faces while the Rays are striking out almost 27% of the time. They do hit lefties pretty well, but Vargas has been making it work, so can't fault you there. 
You got Eddie Rodriguez and Jimmy Nelson battling it out in Milwaukee. I uh, target the bats in that game for sure. I don't mind Eddie Rodriguez, but the Brewers can actually hit lefties pretty darn well, as you saw with Pomeranz the other day. So uh, if you need bats, you could go like with the Rays. You go like Beckham and Souza and Longo. Longo versus Vargas is pretty solid. Uh, Royals, I just can't figure their bats out at all yet. They're just not that good. And then Boston, Milwaukee, you just stack away. Uh, Milwaukee side, Thames actually hits lefties very well. Braun crushes lefties, so... Hernan Perez, those likes, um, Broxton, Domingo Santana even. For Boston, just lock and load on slipping Jimmy. That's where I would go with that one. But let's get to your evening slate of action. Nine nine really good-looking games. Uh, we'll kick it off with your highest-priced arm on the board, Mr. Dallas Keuchel at $11,000, heading into Yankee Stadium Against arguably the hottest offense in baseball, if not in the American League, because we'll give the Nationals some credit. They are crazy hot, too. But uh, Keiko, 11K, highest price tag of the year by far. Um, but he's just dealing. He has not given up more than two runs in any start this year. It's six starts so far. 188 ERA, .85 whip. Um, and he's striking out at least five a start. Ground ball to fly ball is outstanding. He's pitched really well in Yankee Stadium in his career. Very well against the Yankees, period, in his career. Uh, if you're looking at the um, our good old barrels chart I've been bringing you, he's in the top 25 on barrel FIP at 353 barrel FIP. He's only getting barreled up 3.61% of the time, which is outstanding. So soft contact, they're not hitting him hard. It is Yankee Stadium. It is against that scary lineup. I'll give you that. He is striking out over 21% of the batters he's facing this year while the Yankees are striking out 21.5% of the time against left-handed pitching. They have an above-average Woba against left-handed pitching, so like I said, they could hit everybody. So it's a gigantic roll of the dice. It's GPP only. I'm not saying avoid him completely. I wouldn't go heavy because that price tag, he's going to have to have like an archer-type game, which is going to be really tough to do against the Yankees, just flat-out, period. Uh, it's, it's tough for Keiko to do period because he's not like a 10 strikeout guy. That's why Archer got it. That's why those guys get those 40 games, double-digit Ks and stuff like that. Keiko is great. If anyone's going to shut the Yankees down, he's one of them. But uh, I, I limit your exposure just because that offense is freaky. But ownership-wise, he'll be very low-owned. That makes him a fun GPP play. Same with our next guy. I usually don't recommend him, but I've been – Slowly adapting his direction, and I'm going to be on him tonight, and it's scary. But GPP only, Zach Granke at 10800 bucks. It's scary for two reasons. One, because Zach Granke's 10800 bucks, which is bananas. Um, he was 10100 10, two starts ago, but prior to that, nothing in double digits, not even close. Um, and then he's at home against – or just period, just say at home. He's in Chase Field, which never good, never good at all. Um, but bright side, he's going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that Pittsburgh Pirates offense is dreadful. So Zach Granke, he is um, he's also currently, if you go on our barrel FIP leaderboard, he's number nine at a two nine three barrel FIP. He's only getting barreled up three point nine one percent of the time, which is just great. He's doing very well um, for Granke. For like you know, you want lower than that. Obviously, it's still it's not high, but it's not low. But when they are hitting him hard, he's still keeping him off the base of the FIP of 293, which is outstanding. Uh, striking out 26.26% batters percent of the batters he faces. And he's walking less than 5%, which is really, really good. You're not giving up the free passes, which 
That's common sense. Is outstanding. Um, Pirates aren't huge on Ks, but they're they're striking over eighteen percent of the time. Uh, you saw even Maeda got to them. You you can strike these guys out if you have got the stuff working. They're an average offense at best. Um, when it comes to beating Granky, you want to attack them with your right-handed bats more than your left-handed bats, which benefits the Pirates a tad bit. But these aren't you know your your power righty bats. I'm not too worried about it. The scariest part is it's in Chase Field. Best part, he will be solo owned. It won't even be funny. So. I think he's a fun GPP play tonight as well. Next up, if you want a little more cash game slash GPP, you can look at Michael Fulmer at 10500 It's a little sketchy unless you see Mike Trout is out yet again. I know he's been working out the last couple days, but he's still – they keep talking DL, but now he's already halfway through the 10-day DL, so I don't know what the heck they're doing now. But Fulmer um, coming off an outstanding start in Oakland. Eight innings, eight hits, one earned, nine Ks, 32 DraftKings points. Besides that hiccup against the White Sox, we only get three runs. He just didn't strike out anybody. He has been getting you five or more Ks in almost every start. Uh, he's getting you close to 20 points in every start. The price tag you're wanting, 25-plus. The Angels aren't the biggest strikeout team on the board. But uh, Fulmer is striking out almost 21% of the batters he's facing, while the Angels are striking out over 21% of the time. That number keeps rising. They're striking out more and more these days. And they have a below-league average Woba against right-handed pitching. So it's a great matchup for Fulmer, a phenomenal matchup. If Trout's out, it makes it even better. If Trout's in, I still don't mind it. It might even lower his ownership level. But um, as you see as we go down the leader, the, the pitching board here, you're going to need to need to pay for a high-priced arm here or there tonight unless you're only playing like one or two lineups. Next up, we're going to go with Garrett Cole of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Another scary one because he is in Chase Field, Coors Light. Cole is 9000 bucks. We've been riding the Cole train, and he has been great. Last time out against Milwaukee, seven innings, two hits, one earned. That was a solo shot and eight strikeouts. He has seven Ks or more in his last four starts, three of those four, eight Ks. He has been awesome, nearly 20 points or more in each of his last four starts. Uh, $9,000 price tag going up against the D-backs, like I said. Not ideal, but uh, the D-backs, where were they at here? Team total, implied team total of 4.44, which is steep. Uh, Lefties are hitting Cole very, very well this year. So like Jake Lamb, uh, Peralta, those guys for the most part, because when you look at the D-backs, they're a very right-handed heavy lineup, and that bodes well for Cole if he's locating Striking out almost 21% of the batters he's facing. Actually, he's 19th on our FIP leaderboard. At 3.44 FIPs, he's getting barreled 4.65% of the time. He's striking out over 24% of the batters at the moment that he's facing. And the D-back strike out 24.5% of the time, and it's right-handed pitching. So it's a very nice spot for Cole. If you don't want to pay in the 10,000s or above, I don't mind Cole at 9,000. It's a bad pitcher's park, obviously, coming from Pittsburgh to to chase field, but GPP play, I like it. Nine K for Cole, definitely in play tonight. Uh, we'll have we'll have some some of him. Um, I know people don't like hearing it on a night with some sketchy pitching like this. If you're using Granky, not as much, maybe a little, but especially Cole, make another lineup with some D backs, like a little Jake Lamb action in there and some stuff, just to cover your bases. But I like Cole tonight. He seems like he's really starting to figure it out. And um, 
might be in for something nice. It's just he's going to have to get the Ks because he's not going to shut them down completely. That's the bottom line. Beware, he's going to give up a couple runs tonight. But if he can get you, you know, seven Ks or more like he's been doing, we'll be just fine. Going on to Marco Estrada of the Toronto Blue Jays at home against the Seattle Mariners. Estrada, 8500 bucks, Massive ground ball pitcher. Been doing very well this year, and he's even getting Ks. Seven or more Ks in three of his last four starts. Uh, he has 23 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts. Been outstanding. Been outstanding. Um, scary part is he's a big ground ball pitcher, but his ground ball to fly ball rate lately is like one-to-one, which is not ideal. But... Uh, He's getting the job done. He's 18th on the barrel FIP leaderboard at 337 to FIP. He's only getting barreled up 3.95% of the time. And very unestrada like It's improving, like I mentioned his last four games, but on the season, 25.42% strikeout rate, which is outstanding for Marco Estrada. Just keeps going up. The Mariners are striking out 20.5% of the time against right-handed pitching. The scary part. The Mariners are raking right now, especially against right-handed pitching. Given that was Philadelphia, but Toronto is not, you know, pitcher's heaven either. But Estrada, he does limit the damage. He's same guy. He'll give up a run or two. But if he gets those Ks we're talking about at 8500 bucks, I think he's a good cash game and GPP play tonight. Um, it's scary. We saw what Seattle just did in Philadelphia. Um, but that pitching's pretty bad there and that ballpark. It's a tough one. I could see Seattle going off tonight, but at the same time, on this slate, Estrada is in a very, very good spot the way he's pitching and um, numbers-wise. you got to look at Estrada at $8,500. Now we dip down the price range. We dip down, we dip down, we dip down to J.C. Ramirez of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at $6,800. bucks. we have been riding his punt train for a while. Last time out, he was disappointing because he went six innings. Only gave up one run, but he only had two Ks. So he didn't get his crap for points. Prior to that, 9Ks, 7Ks, 9Ks, he was getting us 20 or more DraftKings points in every start. And that was at Texas, home versus Oakland, at Houston. So he's been pitching very, very well. He just second time through against Houston, he didn't strike him out. Uh, going up against uh, the Tigers at home tonight, Ramirez number 14 on the top 25 FIP leaderboard. He barrels 327 barrel FIP. Best part is he's only getting barreled up 2.92% of the time. That's outstanding. Basically limiting that hard, hard contact we've been talking about. And he's uh, striking out over 24% of the batters he's facing. He's going up against the Tigers who are striking out over 22% of the time. Now, sure, they have a lot of pop in that, that lineup. We know that for a fact. There's no hiding it. But if you believe in team totals, which I definitely use as part of my building blocks the Tigers have the lowest on the board at 3.47 that is pretty interesting to me considering JC Ramirez is 6,800 bucks so uh, I I was shocked when I saw that uh, the, the total on the games only seven so you have Fulmer versus uh, versus Ramirez so when it comes to team totals they're actually having they have the Tigers team total less than the Angels, but the Angels is three five three. It's the second lowest, so they're they're neck and neck. But the line, where is it at? And it's basically a pick 'em. So Ramirez is almost four K cheaper. He's like thirty seven hundred bucks cheaper than Fulmer, and 
the people in the Sin City and the ones that make team totals that aren't in Sin City, the other people of the world, they basically find this as an even matchup when it comes to numbers-wise. Does that mean they're going to produce the same? No. I'm just trying to point out DK pricing compared to what they're seeing in the betting world are two different things tonight, which is kind of telling. Something to look at. If you want another punt play, now this is just ugly, and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but you have Martin Perez at home against the Padres at $6,000. I would not go deep, deep into this, but um, it's an interesting look just for the fact that Perez is striking out. Um, he's only striking out about 14.5% of the guys he's facing. His problem is walks at uh, 10%. He's getting barreled up 4% of the time this year. Not horrible, but uh, he's pitched very well at home, and he's going up against the Padres offense that strikes out almost 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching, and they have like below a below average league whip against left or woba against left-handed pitching at 2.63. Very, very bad. Very, very, very bad. It is Martin Perez. It is in Texas, but these are the games where Martin Perez pulls that rabbit out of his ass. Like I've watched him enough. I stack against Martin Perez a lot, um, and sure. He might get it, but we stacked against him in Seattle last week. Six innings, eight hits, two earned, five Ks for 15 DraftKings points. I'll take 15 points tonight for $6,000 right now. Sign me up. Um, the biggest thing is can he get his strikeouts? If he can't get his strikeouts, we're going to get nowhere. The Padres' strikeout ability is what I'm liking, and that's what I'm targeting tonight. So Martin Perez at home against the Padres at 6K. GPP punt right there. And the one I love a ton, and I tweeted it out last night, and I cannot figure it out for the life of me, is Derek Holland is 5200 bucks tonight against the Minnesota Twins in basically yesterday's rain out. Everything else got moved over. Holland was 8100 bucks yesterday. He dropped $2,900. FanDuel still likes him because I, I, I opened up my FanDuel app just to see if this was just that crazy. And it is because FanDuel still has him at 7900 bucks, So they didn't budge a whole lot. They still respect what Derek Holland has been doing. So I'm not wavering. I told you Minnesota, uh, they do have some guys that can hit right-handed pitching or left-handed pitching. There's no doubt about that. And Holland has just been phenomenal this year. So I'm not going to run and hide from this. And if I get beat, I'll get beat with a $5,200 or with the, yeah, a $5,200 pitcher all day long. This is a massive snafu on DraftKings' part. Um, his ownership level, if anybody's paying attention, should be through the roof tonight. I'm fine with that. Um, you're going to be able to afford every bat under the sun with this. It is. One of the bigger blunders I have ever seen with DraftKings. Uh, Holland's strikeout rate's only 16%. He has been doing pretty well with the strikeout of late, though, that I was noticing yesterday, like I mentioned. And what I love is um, is when it comes to the Twins, the Twins are only hitting the Woba of 287 against lefties, which is way below average. Striking out over 20% of the time against lefties, 5200 bucks. Sign me up right now. All day, every day. Um, and that should just about do it. I almost wanted to roll the dice, and if you want to, I can't blame you, but it's scary because, like, the same reason why Martin Perez is scary, Clayton Richards pitching tonight for the Padres against Texas. Um, Richards got blown up against the Dodgers his last time out. I've told you he's a big strikeout arm, but the walks are always scary. He walks six Dodgers. Um, it's just the potential is there. 
for an interesting start. He um, He's striking out about 15% of the batters he faces, but the Rangers strike out almost 27% of the time against lefties, and their Wobas 252, which is dreadful. So, massive gamble again. If you want to pay $4,500 for a pitcher, like that's there's going to be outfielders tonight. Hell, Coors Field's in play. Half of those lineups, if not more, are going to be more expensive than Clayton Richards tonight. By any means, am I telling you to play him? No. I'm just giving him as an option, as a complete punt. You can load up on everything with him. I like Holland more, no doubt about it. But Richards at 45, definitely an interesting play. So there you have it. Keiko at 11,000. Granke at 10.8. Fulmer at 10.5. Cole at 9,000. Estrada at 85. Ramirez at 68. Perez at 6,000. The miraculous price of Derek Holland at 5,200. And then you have Clayton Richard at 45. Um, yeah, so the Perez Richards, those are just punts if you want to get weird. But um, the rest of the arms I like tonight. I'll be building around them. I like Cole a ton, Fulmer a ton, especially with no, um, if Trout's out. Estrada's definitely worth the look, Ramirez and Holland. Then sprinkle in some Granky and Keuchel. Uh, I think their ownership's going to be so low, it'll be worth it in the long run. Let's head to the bats. Catcher's position, Matty Weeders against Dylan Bundy. Weeders that walk off yesterday at 3400 bucks. When it comes to Bundy, we are targeting, well, lefties and righties are both hitting almost identical, about 312 against him, so nothing too crazy there. But Bundy's not a big strikeout guy, and that's why I didn't target him tonight on this slate. Certain slates will target him, certain won't. I didn't target him tonight, not meaning he's not going to have a good start, but being such a contact guy against an offense like the Nationals, that is extremely scary. The Nationals, the way they hit the ball so well, you're playing with fire. So uh, he might be in for a good one, but I'm going to avoid it. Weeders, 3400 bucks. Brian McCann returning to Yankee Stadium against Michael Pinata at 3300 Pinata is an interesting GPP play if you want. You'll see him all over the industry today. Big strikeout upside. The um, I'll bring it up here as before we go on because I know people are curious. It's just the um, where's the eight right here? He's striking out twenty eight percent of the guys he's facing, but the Astros are striking out eighteen percent of the time, and they crush right handed pitching right now. Um, so definitely definite GPP gamble. I'll just go elsewhere with my options. We got Alex Avila at 3,300, first base catcher eligible against Ramirez. Him not playing yesterday was a freaking bummer from bummer, bummer. Uh, as you go down the list, catcher's position is bleak today. Uh, I actually skipped some at the top because my cursor was wrong. You got Yasmani Grandal and Coors, switch hitter going up to Anderson at 45. Gary Sanchez against Keiko. If you're fading Keiko, you're looking at the right-handed bats, and you're looking at Gary Sanchez, who's raking right now. One of the few catchers I'd pay up for. He's 4,300 bucks. Remember, if you take some of those cheap pitchers, you can pay for everybody. So Sanchez at 4,300. You got Gaddis versus Pinata at 38. Posey, three homers in three games, returns to San Francisco. A little harder to hit homers there, folks. Catcher first base eligible, but he is facing good old Bronson Arroyo. So 3,800 bucks for Posey. Um, I'd probably pay up for Gary Sanchez or go down, but Posey's always in play. Uh, I already mentioned, um, I already mentioned Weeders for you, McCann, Avila. Uh, Trinos is in a great spot. If Trinos is playing, he's 3,200 versus Clayton Richard. I love Trinos for Texas tonight if he's in the lineup. But that's always a big if. I don't know why they just do that crap there. James McCann's always in play, 2,700 bucks versus Ramirez. Much more in play against lefties and righties, but he's still productive last night against a righty. 
that should just about do it tonight. Not the greatest catching slate in the world, so you might want to pay up or just punt with Michael McCann. Going to our first base, you got Goldschmidt, 5,200 versus Cole. Goldie's always in play every day. Mark Reynolds on fire. He's facing Ryo. He's 5K. I like that a ton. Um, Bellinger, 4,900 against Anderson, the lefty. Bellinger, first base outfield eligible. Ryan Zimmerman versus Bundy at 49. Jose Abreu, he has good past history against Philip Hughes. Abreu, 4,800. Desmond against Ryo. Desmond, first base outfield eligible at 4,800. That's a nice look tonight. Coors is always nice, but there's some really good ones that lefty-lefty matchup there. Um, Will Myers against Perez at 4,700. Myers took Darvish deep. He's having a great start to the year. Miguel Cabrera at 4,600. Joey Votto versus Ty Blotch in San Francisco at 44. The Reds are on fire. Blotch is sketchy as sketchy. They blew they blew him up in Cincinnati a few days back. Uh, it's a different ballpark, so keep that in mind. Still not saying don't stack the Reds. I can't blame you if you do. But the ball does not fly out of there, especially at night. It's going to be a little chilly, and a marine layer fog is coming in tonight. So ball will be a little – the air is thicker. Ball don't fly as far. Chris Davis for the Orioles, 4,300 is Cole. Look at Mike Napoli against the lefty Richard. Napoli at 41 and is definitely in play. Kenneth Vargas hits lefties extremely well. If you're not pitching Holland, Vargas at 3,900. Nice, nice cheaper first baseman option there. Already mentioned Buster Posey. Josh Bell. In Coors Light against Granky at 38, it's an interesting GPP play. Brandon Belt's in a great spot tonight. First base outfield eligible against Bronson Arroyo at 3,700. Belt is very much a good play. Chris Carter of the Yankees mashes lefties facing Keiko at 3,600. Matt Holiday first base outfield eligible against Keiko at 36. Uh, go down the list here. Uh, I already mentioned Avila. Louis Valbuena's 3,200, first base, third base eligible for the Angels. You can look into Ryan Rua with a lefty on the mound for San Diego. For Texas, he's first base outfield eligible at 3K. He usually faces lefties. Not having the year you'd be hoping for from him, but uh, always an interesting target, especially salary relief. If you're going to do that, probably throw him in the outfield with the first base options, but you can say the same for, for the outfield. Second base, Daniel Murphy, 5,100. LeMahieu versus Ryu, 4,900. Altuve versus Pineda. Righties hit Pineda extremely well, so Altuve's in play at 47. Dozier should be back today. He said he could have played yesterday, but with conditions the way they were, he wasn't in the initial lineup. Plus, they postponed the game. But Dozier versus a lefty Holland is a good play at 46. Uh, Robbie Cano against Estrada at 45. Cano is on fire right now. He is heating up, folks, as they said on... Um, NBA jams. Robbie Cano is heating up. He's on fire. Rubio Odor, 4,500. Chris Taylor. God, his price tags up because it's Coors Field. But second base, facing the lefty for the Dodgers. Chris Taylor at 4,400 is a nice play. He'll get overlooked in that Dodgers stack. Very nice piece of that action. Uh, you got Starling Castro against Keuchel at 3,900. Don't forget him. Jonathan Scope, 35 against A.J. Cole, don't mind him at all. Uh, It's getting bleak here. Yep, that should just about do it for the second base position. Love these nine-game slates. Options are much more limited. It's almost the perfect size of like eight, nine-game slates. You can really hone in on things. Third base, Nolan Arenado, 5,300 versus Ryu. He just matches, matches everybody. It matches lefties. Justin Turner versus Anderson, 5,100. I know I say he hits righties better than lefties, which is so, so true. 
but he's got great history against Anderson. So don't be scared off by that. Turner at 51. Machado, 4,900 versus Cole. He went deep again on, on Wednesday. Machado, great start to the year. Jacob Lamb versus righty at home against Garrett Cole at 4,600. Miguel Sano versus Holland at 44. That's a great price for what you can do. Uh, Todd Father, Todd Frazier, 4,100 against Phil Hughes. Uh, you know, Kyle Seeger at 3,800 versus Strato. Eugenio Suarez, 3,800 versus Block. Good game against him last time out. Nick Castellanos, 37 versus Ramirez. Eduardo Nunez, 37 versus Arroyo. He's shortstop third base eligible. You got the switch hitting Marwin Gonzalez, third base outfield eligible, 3,500 against Pineda. With that short porch, that could be intriguing with Marwin Gonzalez. And that'll do it at the third base position. Moving right along to the shortstop position, Corey Seager, 5,400 in Coors. He has not been meeting that price tag lately, but then again, it's Coors Field, so price tags change quite a bit. Carlos Correa, 4,600 against Pineda. Trevor Story crushes left-handed pitching, 4,500 versus Ryu. He hasn't crushed it as much this year as usual, but he definitely hits lefties very well. Gene Segura, 4,300 versus Estrada. Uh, yeah, Elvis Andrus facing the lefty Richard at 4K. Chris Owens, we like him more against the lefty than the righty, but he's still hitting the ball great. Outfield shortstop eligible at 3,900. Zach Cozart, 3,700 versus the lefty. Cozart hits lefties very, very well. Don't sleep on him. Uh, the Battle of the Arroyos, Christian Arroyo, shortstop third base eligible. He's 3,500. He took Bronson deep last time they faced off. You got uh, da, 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 da. Pat Vileka against Ryu. If you start in 3K, or thir- yeah, 3K, that's a hell of a value at shortstop. A punt shortstop in Coors Field at 3K if he's starting. Keep an eye on that one. And that should just about do it at the shortstop position. Let's kick it into the outfield and wrap this bad boy up. Bryce Harper, 5,500 versus Bundy. Trout's 5,300, but he's day-to-day, like I mentioned earlier. Charlie Blackman, don't get scared by the lefty-lefty. He has good history versus Ryu. He's hitting everybody right now, and he's in Coors Field at $5,200. Puig versus the lefty Anderson at 5K. You got Aaron Judge against Keuchel at 4,800. I mentioned Bellinger. I mentioned Desmond. A.J. Pollock, 4,600. I love how he's $700 more tonight against a righty Garrett Cole than he was yesterday against a lefty Matt Boyd. DraftKings, are you drunk today? Like, seriously, what is going on right now? Andrew McCutcheon, 4,500 versus Granke. is about the only guy that has decent history versus Granke on the Pittsburgh team. George Springer, 4,400 versus Pineda. Carlos Gomez versus the lefty Richard at 4,400 is a nice look there. Polanco's been banged up for Pittsburgh. So hard to put him in, but he's 4,400 versus Granke. Lefties hit Granke pretty decently, but righty's actually better. Nelly Cruz, day-to-day, he's 4,200 versus Estrada. Billy Hamilton, 4,200 versus Blocks. He still hit Blocks the other day, so don't be scared off there. Uh, Abbasil Garcia, 4K versus Hughes. Justin Upton's been swinging a hot stick. He's 4K versus Ramirez. Got Adam Jones versus A.J. Cole at 4K. Adam Duvall versus the lefty Block, returning to San Francisco at 4K. Josh Reddick at 3,900 versus Pineda. These are all really nice Plays here farther down the list. I like these a lot. Um, Hunter Pence has hit Arroyo great in his career. I kept this page up because some people want bigger sample sizes. So he's 14 for 48 with four doubles, a triple, and two home runs against Bronson Arroyo in his career. He gets lefties well to begin with. 
and uh, he's got a big sample size. The Giants actually hit a Royal pretty well. Most people do, but Belt six for fourteen with two homers. Posey seven for fifteen with two doubles and a homer. Uh, Nick Hundley, if he's playing, seven for twelve with two doubles and a homer. So I know some of those are very small sample sizes, but decent numbers against Bronson Arroyo. Uh, keep going down the list. Jason Worth swinging a good stick. He went yard last night, thirty-eight hundred. Got Kevin Pillar, who's just been on fire, thirty-seven hundred bucks. His price tag has gone up like everybody else's tonight, apparently. Seth Smith leading off for Baltimore at thirty-seven hundred. Price tags up. Max Kepler thirty-six. Ben Gamble is hitting everything right now. He's up to thirty-six hundred bucks. His tag even came up against Estrada tonight. I mentioned Holiday. Shinsu Chu's been leading off lately for Texas. Don't know about a left with a lefty Richard on the mound, but Chu can hit lefties. He's 3,600. Um, David Peralta versus uh, Garrett Cole at 3,600 is an interesting play there because he'll be very overlooked tonight. Oh, man. Keep going down the list here. You got Tyler Collins is up to 3,200 versus Ramirez. Our value play is disappearing on us. DraftKings just fucking things up tonight. Good God. Sorry for the language, but Jesus. Jim Aducci's up to 3K. He used to be 2,500 for us. Um, just not good, DraftKings. Not good. And that will pretty much do it since that was most of our value plays already talked about up here. Um, Aaron Hicks, if he's starting, here's a see, here's a price that doesn't make sense to me now. Switch hitter, if he's in the lineup, he's only 2,600 bucks tonight. So Aaron Hicks could be a nice. Value play if you're fading Keuchel could be an interesting play. Um, by no means am I advocating fading Keuchel, but I completely, a thousand percent understand why you would. And Aaron Hicks is a very cheap play if you plan on doing it. So there you go. Um, there's your bats. Pitching recap. Keuchel, 11,000 at the Yankees. Yankees implied team total 3.9. Granke, 10-8 versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, 4.06. Fulmer, 10-5 at the Angels in total 3.53. Derek Cole, 9,000 at Arizona, 444. Estrada, 8,500 versus Seattle, 4.24. JC Ramirez, 6,800 versus Detroit, 3.47. Martin Perez, 6,000 versus the Padres, 4.56. Derek Holland, 5,200 versus the Twins, 4.08. And if you want to get crazy, Garrett Richards, 4,500 at Texas, 4.94, the third highest total on the board. Getting to the stacks, obviously got Coors, Colorado versus Ryu at 5.55 total. Dodgers versus Anderson, 5.45 total. I already mentioned what I like there. Target more of the righties than the lefties, obviously, but uh, lefties and righties are hitting Ryu extremely well, so that's why I said don't get scared by Blackman at all. Uh, Rockies are a great stack tonight. So, Dodgers aren't bad either, but Rockies, really good stack because uh, Dodgers actually, you know, they're improving, but they're still not great against left-handed pitching. Texas versus Richards, definitely 494 total. Right-handed bats versus Richards. That's why I mentioned Napoli and Carlos Gomez and Elvis Andrus. And the list could go on and on. Uh, behind the plate, Chirinos. Even Luquay might be worth a gamble tonight, so keep an eye on that. Blue Jays versus Chase DeJong, 4.76 total. Blue Jays bats are heating up. We saw what they did to Salazar last night. Uh, DeJong threw very well his last time out against the Rangers, but uh, lefties are smoking DeJong. Righties are hitting him okay, but lefties are hitting him well. Jays as a team still aren't a great offense, but if you're targeting the Jays, you know, you got Justin Smoke, see if Morales is back. Uh, Carrera's interesting play. Not the best offense in the world. We know that for a fact. Uh, Padres versus P- Martin Perez, right-handed bats there. Will Myers, you got switch hitters in like Salarte, 
Look at Renfro as a, as a cheap one-off. Uh, Jabari Blash could be a cheap GPP home run play. Hedges behind the plate. Options there. Uh, White Sox versus Phil Hughes, 4.42 total. Both sides of the plate are raking him. I told you, Braves got great pass history. Look at uh, the Todd father, Avisil Garcia, the usual suspects there. Uh, Nationals versus Bundy. Nationals are always in play, but Bundy's limiting the damage so far this year, but that regression's coming. Uh, yeah, it's it's coming. Let's just put it that way. Definitely coming there. Uh, if you are stacking Seattle versus Estrada, Estrada's been pitching well this year. Hasn't gotten blown up much at all. But, uh, you know, Cano's on fire. You got Seager, Cruz. If Cruz is playing, Gamble's just a masher, Segura. But Cano's a staple there. You look at Baltimore against A.J. Cole. Lefties and righties are hitting Cole very well. So stack accordingly. Trumbo's heating up. You need Chris Davis to get going in that lineup. Machado's on fire. Uh, then you got like Giants versus Royals, interesting. Minnesota versus Holland. If you're not using Holland, you're going Vargas, Sano, Dozier, that threesome. And uh, the list goes on and on. So, yeah, interesting slate tonight, to say the least. Very interesting. Nine games. You got two games early. Um, interesting GPP pitching options, to say the least. More of a GPP night than cash, in my opinion. Could be totally wrong, but you can pretty much afford any batch you want if you want to gamble on the mound. So with that being said, I hope everybody cashes tonight. Uh, enjoy the Players' Championship. That is off and popping. But good luck today, and um, I will catch you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your May 11th edition.